The text that calls for our attention on this Monday, Thursday evening is our gospel reading for this evening from Matthew chapter 26, the story of Jesus instituting the Lord's Supper. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. For most people, going out to eat at a restaurant always remains a special treat. In exchange for the convenience of not having to cook, we are willing to pay a higher price for the same food we could prepare at home for less. For small families, trips out to eat can be managed into the budget a little more often. But the bigger the family, the harder it can be, since the bill to feed many is, of course, larger than the one to feed a few. Maybe that's why my kids think that eating out somewhere is quite the treat. When we go to visit my parents, they will often take us out to eat one time while we are there. I always try to remember just how big the bill is when it comes. When my dad takes the bill and pays for it, and then we leave the restaurant, I always whisper into the kids' ears, tell him thank you for the meal. As kids, they don't always think right away about the cost of what they have eaten, but I usually do, probably because if my dad didn't pay the bill, it would be me that would have to. I tell them and myself, tell him thank you for the meal. This evening we gather to remember that night when Jesus sat down with the disciples to celebrate his final Passover meal with them. On that night they sat down to remember the covenant that God had made with his people through Moses many years before. They remembered how he had taken them out of misery in Egypt and into a land filled with promise. They remembered how God had entrusted to them alone the wisdom of his commandments. They remembered that God had done all of this because of his great love for them. Jesus, though, did not sit down at that meal with the same intentions of everyone else there. The others gathered to look back on the saving acts of God in the past. Jesus was there to invite them to look forward to the greatest saving act that God would ever do. While they were there to think about the old covenant that God had made, Jesus would direct them to a new covenant that was soon to begin. They gathered to eat one sacred meal, but Jesus would give them a better one. Instead of leaving them with a meal that pointed them back to a covenant based on the sacrifices of goats and bulls, he left them that night with the taste of the new covenant in their mouth. He assured them that this covenant was better because it would deliver to them the forgiveness they needed. He told them that this covenant would be cut into existence as he bled and died upon the cross. Some 2,000 years later, we are blessed tonight to join those 12 at the same meal. We hear the same words and receive the same body and blood they received. And because we do, we receive the same forgiveness, life, and salvation they received. We dine with Jesus, just as surely as they dined with Jesus. So today, right now, let me whisper into your ear, in order that you might perhaps hear my voice as you leave the communion rail tonight. Hear me remind you, tell him thank you for the meal. Oh, it is so easy to simply come up to this rail, eat the meal, and go away without saying a word. It is easy to forget who it is that has made it possible for you to eat this meal. It is easy to forget who picked up the bill and paid for it all. 
Yes, just a night later, Jesus would pick up the bill and pay it. On that bill was listed every last sin ever committed. The sins of Adam and Eve were listed first. Later, the sins of the Israelites grumbling in the wilderness. But then at a certain point were sins that should look very familiar to you. The lies you told your parents growing up the covetousness and greed that drove your middle ages, your grumbling about the not-so-golden years, and all of the other things that you have ever thought, said, or done throughout the years, your lack of respect for the things of God, your impure thoughts and deeds, your filthy mouth. And listed to the right of each of those sins was the price to be paid for it. Across from each sin, the word death was printed, Yes, the price to be paid for the sins of humanity was a thousand deaths upon a thousand deaths. And that is the bill that Jesus paid on Good Friday upon the cross. He paid the price for all of those sins. With his one perfect sacrificial death, he paid the debt of a thousand deaths. He paid them all by shedding his blood. And yes, with the shedding of that innocent and precious blood, a new covenant was cut between God and his people. This was a covenant in which the sins of God's people would be remembered no more. It was a covenant in which Christ's body and blood would be served as the food that gives and sustains eternal life. Those who did not eat this flesh or drink this blood would perish, but those who did partake of it, they would live forever. Don't leave the table tonight without any thought. Tell him thank you for the meal. While you might not think right away of what it cost Jesus to give it to you, you should. Because if he did not pay it on Good Friday, you would have had to try to pay that bill yourself. And trust me, you would have never been able to pay off that debt. I would not have been able either. So thank Jesus for assuring you that you get to eat his supper tonight. Thank Jesus that you will get to drink the fruit of the vine anew with him in a new heaven and a new earth one day. Thank him that you will get to see God and eat and drink with him. Thank Jesus in thoughts and words. Do like the twelve did after their meal and sing a song of praise to him for what he has given to you. It's only proper in fact, one of the words the church has used throughout the years to speak of the Lord's Supper is the word Eucharist. It is a Greek word brought rather woodenly into the English that speaks of giving thanks. The church throughout the ages has used this term to whisper into its members' ears, tell him thank you for the meal. Within the last couple of months, a video has surfaced of a man jumping down into the subway tracks to rescue a stranger. The stranger had apparently lost consciousness and fallen right down into the tracks. The hero lifted this man up out of harm's way just a minute or so before the train came speeding into that stop. The video went on to show just how bad of a condition the man rescued was in. There was no way he could have saved himself from the peril he was in. Even after being lifted up safely onto the platform, it was obvious that he did not even have the strength to stand or walk. He stumbled around with the aid of others until they slouched him onto a nearby bench. In one interview, the hero in that story was asked if he knew how the man he had helped was doing. 
He said that he did not because once the paramedics arrived, he had to leave. The anchor said that she hoped that one day they would get to meet up so that the rescued man could say thank you to the man who had saved him. And of course, that would only be proper in light of the situation. So also with our hero Jesus, he has saved us from perils that we indeed could not rescue ourselves from. We were stumbling around in sin, but he lifted us up and carried us not to a bench where we could rest, but to his table of grace where we would be restored. It is only proper that we would, with all of our heart and mind and soul, thank him for what he has done for us. It is only right that we would tell him thank you for the meal. Oh, we may think that this meal we eat tonight is quite simple and inexpensive to serve. And when it comes to the elements of wafers and wine, it is certainly true that it is. But the real meal, that of Jesus' body and blood that fills us with eternal life, was much more costly. It cost him his very life. So as you leave tonight, tell him thank you for the meal. But know this, Jesus did not do all of this for our thanks. In fact, he did it even in spite of our regular lack of gratitude. He did it because he loves us and could not bear to see us destroyed by sin. He is good and merciful to us, and so it is his joy to give to you this meal this night. You have been rescued from peril. The meal is placed before you now. The bill has already been paid. So eat this bread, drink this cup, come to him and never be hungry. Amen.